This is Lexington basketball coach Scott Hamilton, and you're listening to the Minutemen on VSBNRadio.com. From Worcester High School here in Worcester, Ohio, on a very frigid Tuesday evening, it is time for game number 10 for your Lexington Minutemen. As tonight, they come in with a tough test and they try to stay in first place in the OCC and they take on the Worcester Generals. Hi, everybody. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you from center court up in the Crow's Nest here at Worcester High School. And uh, it's always a pleasure to do a game here. It's a very nice gym and we like this view. And uh, Nick and I were talking the whole way up here about uh, just how much fun it usually is to do a game here at Worcester. Now, I will say one of the worst parts of doing a game at Worcester is in the three years we've been covering Lexington Athletics with fearthevillage.com, we have never seen them beat Worcester at any athletic event in person, football or basketball. And hopefully tonight is the night as your Minutemen come in. First place in the OCC. They have an 8-1 overall record. They're 4-0 in the OCC. Worcester comes in tonight. Bit of a startling record for them to start the season. They are 1-6 overall, 0-4 in the OCC. But do not let that fool you. They've got some really good losses if there is such a thing. They've lost to Ashland in double overtime. Um, they lost to Solon, who, of course, is good at everything year in and year out. A great Cleveland area school up there. Um, they did lose to West Holmes, though, last week. West Holmes is not a bad team this year, but certainly uh, I have not seen them this year in person, but just judging by what they lost uh, from last year, I can't imagine West Holmes is much better than they were last year, uh, and they did sneak in here and beat Worcester last week. But Worcester, uh, they do have some, some, some tough losses, some close losses, but, you know, if you're looking at uh, – teams they've played they have played an absolute gauntlet I mean if you think Lexington has played a tough schedule and they have Worcester may have played an even tougher one and they have just kind of come on uh, come out on the short end of the stick uh, in some of the closer games that Lexington has managed to win this year and like I said the Minutemen eight and one they've won a ton of close games um, and and tonight I think is going to be another really close game if I had to uh, if I had to take an early guess here. And I, I don't think I'm really going out on a limb to say that. I think uh, usually these games are very competitive, and uh, I think it is going to be a close one tonight here at Worcester. And it's always tough to play in this gym because as nice as this gym is, it just does not in any way feel like a high school gymnasium. I mean, it is a very weird place to play in here when it comes to that. There's always – uh, uh, just a different type of atmosphere in here. It doesn't get particularly loud. Um, you know, the, the Worcester fans really don't get very rowdy. Yeah. At least they haven't the last few years for this matchup, and it's just dead in here. And even at the football games when we've come up here the last couple years, Nick, it's just been for as big as their football stadium is and as many people as they pack in there, it's just quiet. So it's really weird to play a road game when the home, the opposing crowd just really isn't even into it that much. You, you, you go on the road and you expect hostile environments, but that's just never the case here at Worcester. Um, 
Well, this floor is huge, too. I mean, and when you look behind the back, like behind the hoops, there's yeah. like 15 feet before you even get to the wall. Yeah. No, it's true. On both it's ends, bizarre. too. So that always creates just a tough environment to play here at Worcester for the uh, Minutemen for, for those some of those reasons. And uh, I'm sure tonight will be no exception as uh, the Minutemen red hot after they lost to Shelby a few weeks ago. They have rebounded nicely and put together some good OCC wins, including uh, wins at Madison, uh, or excuse me, at Mansfield Senior. They beat Madison at home. They beat Ontario last week, which uh, proved to uh, not be much of a challenge at all. I guess that was two weeks ago. They beat Mount Vernon last week. Uh, so Lexington rebounded nicely after that overtime loss to Shelby, a game in which they blew the lead twice uh, and then ended up losing in overtime. So really, you know, if they sneak that one out, this team could easily be 9-0, and um, you know, going into the second half of the year here uh, or, or getting ready to go into the second half of the year here. So give me an interesting one tonight because – the one thing about Lexington's schedule is they have played really good teams, but when they've played those teams, those teams have had good records. They haven't had to come into a game like this one where they're playing a 1-6 team who's really not the talent of a 1-6 team. And uh, Nick showed me just a minute ago they are actually ranked in the Ohio AP poll. They're sixth in Division Two. Yep. I mean, that is incredible. Uh, so Worcester – uh, they played some Division One talent, and it shows on their record, but certainly this is a very talented team and uh, not a team that Lexington in any way should take lightly tonight, and I'm sure they won't. As uh, we're getting set here with the, uh, the PA, uh, PA announcer tonight is actually one of the high school students. Um, as soon as uh, we're done with the National Anthem and all of those festivities, we'll get you the starting lineups and the uniforms here in just a moment, brought to you by Material Girl. And with that, we are just about set for tip-off here at Worcester High School between uh, 4A matchup between the Worcester Generals and the Lexington Minutemen. As the slow-arriving crowd is making their way in tonight. There was no freshman or JV game. This was originally scheduled to be a triple header. No freshman or JV games tonight, so this is varsity only. And uh, the crowd definitely shows it. There's not a lot of people here quite yet, and I'm not sure that it will fill in much more than this, to be honest with you. But uh, that being said, let's get you uniforms tonight, brought to you, as always, by a material girl. Do you want to be stylish? Keep up with the trends? Do you find it a hassle to shop in-store and want the convenience of shopping online? Well, we've got the place for you. A Material Girl Clothing Boutique offers a wide variety of clothing for all shapes and sizes. Go to fashionbyamg.com for your convenient shopping experience. A Material Girl is a proud sponsor of Lexington Minutemen uniforms on fearthevillage.com. Lexington tonight going with those road purple uniforms. They've got the purple jerseys and purple shorts, gold letters and numbers, a little bit of white trim on the jerseys and the shorts. They've got the gold diamond on the right uh, and left side of their shorts there on the knee and the vintage Minuteman logo on either side of the shorts as well. So purple for the Minutemen. Tonight the Worcester Generals will go with the home whites. They will have uh, royal blue letters and numbers, a little bit of gold trim mixed in there and uh, some blue uh, stripes down the sides of their jerseys and shorts. So the purple tonight from Lex versus the white 
from Worcester. Starting lineups tonight for your Lexington Minutemen. They will go with uh, 6'3", senior Caden Eichler out on the wing. And on the other wing, they will go with 6'3", senior Jack Depperschmidt, one of the three captains on this Lexington ball club. Also running the point for the Minutemen, one of the other three captains, Tyler Jackson, a six-foot senior. Down low, they'll go with that famous duo, Hudson Moore, the 6'3", junior forward, and the 6'7", junior forward, Baden Fora. And Hudson Moore, by the way, the other of the three captains. So all three Lex captains starting tonight. For the Worcester Generals, the home team, they're going to go with 6'6", senior forward, Micah McKee, who has been a Minuteman killer over the last few years on the football field and in here on the hardwood. They'll also go with 6'2", junior forward, Blake Bowen. And uh, rounding out the guards, I guess they're going to go with four guards tonight. 5'9", uh, senior guard, Zach Harpster will get the start. And then 6'1", senior, he'll run the point, Drew Dossie. Down low, the one big man in the starting lineup, 6'4", junior, Caleb Scott. And that is literally the only size, I mean, Micah McKee is tall, but he is not a big kid by any means. The only size they have at all is uh, Caleb Scott down low, at least in the starting lineup. Now they do have several forwards that go up to 6'4 and have a little bit of weight on them coming off the bench, but uh, in the starting lineup, not a ton of size for Worcester. Got a deep bench too. I mean, that bench is full <laughs> over there. I mean, they got a lot of juniors and seniors even on the bench still. So here we go. Worcester will go left to right as we see it. Lexington right to left. We're sitting right at center, uh, center court. Opposite the scores table, and the ball is up, and Worcester wins the tip. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you, fearthevillage.com. Worcester has the ball to start the ball game tonight, and they'll work it around. Micah McKee in the lane right away, up off the right side, off the glass and in. 2-0 to zero, Worcester. Here comes Tyler Jackson the other way with it, dribbling to the left side to Caden Eichler. Handoff back to Tyler Jackson. He lobs it back door for a cutting Caden Eichler and threw it straight out of bounds. That one had some heat on it. Went right over the head of everyone and straight out of bounds underneath. It'll go to Worcester. Two to zero early on. Worcester gets the ball back. Lexington with the full court press right away here. As the Generals get the ball in, no issue. Drew Dossie gets it near wing. He gets it to Bowen. Down low to McKee on the baseline. Trying to spin. He's being double teamed and coming over and fouling him on the double team. Tyler Jackson sticks his hand in there, trying to cause a jump ball there, but get him with a foul instead. And obviously Worcester's plan early on, get the ball to Micah McKee. Absolutely, and like I said, he's been a minute man killer over the last few years. Drew Dossie with the basketball off the inbound up top. He's driving in. He's going to pull a 15-foot fadeaway at the elbow. No good. Rebound. Baden Forup. Here come the minute men. Tyler Jackson with the basketball. He's going to walk it over the timeline. Tyler gets it far wing to Jack Depperschmidt. Up top, Hudson Moore. They're going to get it near wing to Tyler Jackson here in the corner. He is going to be fouled by Micah McKee. And a similar call as the one that was made just down on the other end of the floor. So good to see some consistency early on here tonight from the officiating crew. Ball comes into Tyler Jackson. He takes a screen from Hudson Moore and gets it to Hudson Moore, who picked and popped. 
Hudson trying to get into the lane. He does. He's going to kick it out to Jack Depperschmidt. Near corner, Tyler Jackson. Tyler dribbles up top, gets it up to Caden Eichler. Eichler in the lane. He's going to kick it out Hudson Moore. Hudson dribbling now into the lane, kicks it out Eichler. He's going to get it back to Hudson Moore up top. Hudson Moore dribbles. He's going to take it to the far sideline now. Now comes back near side. Now spins, and he's going to drive in for a 15-footer. That's short. No good. Rebound, Baden Forp. He goes up and gets the roll. On the right side, off the rebound. Baden Forp ties it up 2-2. Two to two. Great security blanket down low, and you got your 6'7 kid cleaning up the boards. <laughs> and he's done that well this year. <laughs> Dossie skips it near wing. That's Harpster in the near corner. He's going to drive in, pulls up a runner. That's short. Didn't hit anything. Rebound, Baden Forup. Here come the Minutemen, Tyler Jackson down the near wing. He's going to kick it into the far corner, and he's going to travel as he, I want to say, Nick, I think he fumbled it a little bit when he was picking it up, and he took that extra step as he tried to gather the ball there. He didn't pick it up cleanly to pass it, and he kind of fumbled it for just a step and got him with a travel. At least I think I saw that. I don't think my eyes deceived me there. As Drew Dossie brings it right down and steps into a long three on the near wing. He missed it, but somehow his rebound came all the way back out to him, dumps it down to Micah McKee, who lays it in. And that's just a tough, that's just a, yeah. a <laughs> tough break. Tough rebound not to come up with there as it leads to two points. Tyler Jackson with the basketball gets it far wing, Hudson Moore. Minutemen down four to two. They'll get it up top to Caden Eichler. Eichler, he's going to drive in, pulls up. 15 feet is good with a hand in his face, too. Caden Eichler just outside the elbow. Four to four. Here's Drew Dossie on the far wing, handles the ball so smoothly, but then he throws a, a pass that almost goes out of bounds. It somehow gets whipped all the way back around to him. He drives in. Dossie misses it. Rebound, Baden Forup. And Baden Forup just threw the ball right back to Drew Dossie, who then hit a corner three. I'm not sure, ba Baden must not have seen Drew Dossie standing right there. He was standing right next to him, and he just kind of handed it to yeah. him. It's kind of a really weird play there for Baden. Seven to four. Jack Depperschmidt drives in. He's going to pull up from about 12 feet on the baseline. No good rebound. Tyler Jackson, and we've got a foul on Drew Dossie, who jumped on the back of Tyler Jackson. I think that was a good call yep. there. I don't know if it's just maybe I'm seeing something that's not there, Nick, but Drew Dossie looks gassed already for Worcester. I mean, he looks like he is just out of energy already. He's bending He's over the only one the that looks hoop. like it, too. I, I mean, mean, we're only three minutes into this game, and Drew Dossie's bending over. I mean, he's he hasn't, is huffing and puffing. He isn't really he? is. That may be something to keep an eye on. Inbound comes to Hudson Moore, who swings it to Baden Forup into the far corner to Jack Depperschmidt. Gets it to Hudson Moore. Nice up and under. He's going to go up, and he's packed off the backboard. What a block there for Caleb Scott. And here come the generals the other way. Micah McKee, he's going to lay it up and in, and a foul. I have no idea how they didn't call something on Hudson Moore down here. He got Micah McKee up on his feet, and yeah. McKee went over his back. Yeah, he sure did, he, and he clipped his shoulder on the way over. Instead, Hudson Moore gets blocked on one end by Caleb Scott, and the Worcester Generals run the other way, and Micah McKee lays it in on the other end for an and one, and he missed the free throw. Rebound Baden Forp. Elijah Hudson just checked in for the Minutemen, as well as A.J. Young, and A.J. gets the pass to Baden Forp, who takes it towards the hoop. 
He was fouled trying to gather it on the power dribble there. And Baden Forup won't head to the line because that was not in the shooting motion. 4.08 to go, first quarter. It is Worcester 9, Lexington 4. A.J. Young will inbound. He's going to get it in up top to Baden Forup, who hands it off Caden Eichler into the far corner. A.J. Young, he'll dump it down. Baden Forup spins in the middle of the lane. He's going to go up with it. He was blocked but also fouled, and I think he was fouled down low on the body. Oh, Looked pretty clean up top, honestly. Yeah. But uh, Baden Forup will go to the line for two here. I was wondering if they were going to get McKee with this second, but they gave it to Scott instead. Baden Forup to the line for the first time tonight. Hits the first. It is 9-5 now. Baden with three points early on here. 4.02 to go first quarter. Baden's second free throw is also good as that one rattled in. 9-6. Drew Dossie with the basketball. He's going to bring it up the far sideline for the Generals. He's going to bring it near side. Now into the right down the lane. Missed a finger roll as he took a screen up top and just drove right down the lane, but he missed it. Here come the Minutemen, A.J. Young with the basketball. He loses it as Zach Harpster stole it, but then A.J. Young gets it back, and he's going to lay it up and in. A.J. Young, what a play. Wait, he stuck with it. Yeah, yeah. I say not give up on the play. And now A.J. trying to trap Drew Dossie at midcourt, 9-8. Worcester on top by one. Drew Dossie with the basketball up top. And it's just amazing how he and well, we'll get to that in a minute. But Dossie in the far wing, he's going to pull a three. That one's short. Rebound. And Baden Forup's going to pick it up. A loose ball on the floor. He grabs it. Gets it to Elijah Hudson. Now to A.J. Young on the near wing. He's going to get it to Jack Depperschmidt, who uh, drives. He's going to kick to a cutting. Caden Neichler who flips it up. He missed it, but he'll head to the line for two. And Caden almost got that one to go down with the foul. But as I was saying a second ago, it is unbelievable just how smooth Drew Dossie and Luke Denbo. I mean, yeah. we've got two of the better yeah. point guards within, I don't know how much of it, probably as Kate Eichler misses the first free throw. I would say the 100-mile stretch yeah, from Cleveland tough. to Columbus, two of the best point guards well, in the OCC. And I Dossie mean, is just so lanky, too. I mean, he's he, – I think he might be a little bit taller than 6'1", just seeing him on the floor because he is definitely lanky and he gets up and down. Hayden Eichler missed them both. Rebound, Caleb Scott on the second one here. He gets the ball to Micah McKee. Minutemen have started to kind of jam Drew Dossie here, so he's not even able to bring the ball up. And Elijah Hudson picks the pocket of Micah McKee here. Here come the Minutemen. Trailing 9-8, 2.45 to go first quarter. Jack Depperschmidt. He's working against Dossie. He's going to lose the basketball. Dossie picks it up, and he's going to be fouled. And they're going to call an intentional foul on Jack Depperschmidt here. And Worcester's going to get an intentional trip to the line. As it was an open floor foul yeah. there, and Jack was just trying to slow the play down and can't do that, but... I think it's just the way he fouled him. He kind of reached his arms around him and tried to bear hug him so he couldn't move. Now, if he tried to reach for the ball, maybe. Dossie heads to the line, and he misses the first one short. He'll get another one, and Worcester gets the ball back. I'll tell you what, Dossie does have 
He hits the second one. He's got four points early on here, but, man, he just – something is off about him. He looks good handling the ball, but he just looks like he is – he's already played the whole game as checking in for Worcester is Trevor Berry, the 5'8'' senior, as Alex Depperschmidt, who checks in, who missed the game against Mount Vernon last week, gets a steal immediately here. Here come the Minutemen, A.J. Young. He's going to drive and kick. Elijah Hudson, three in the far corners, partially blocked. Rebound, Scott. He gets it to McKee, who gets it ahead to Dossie. Here comes Drew Dossie, working against Alex Depperschmidt down the lane. He's blocked by Elijah Hudson on a layup. And Alex Depperschmidt grabbed the loose ball and threw it ahead to A.J. Young, but he was fouled before the Minutemen could get into a fast break opportunity. Man, but that, that is the yeah. fifth foul, no, sixth, sixth foul already. already on Worcester. So the Minutemen are in the bonus the rest of the half. That's Dossie's second as well. There's still 2.10 to go here in the first quarter. Like I was about to say, Alex Steppershmidt is coming off the bench right away, gets a couple steals. I mean, he's, he drew a foul. He comes off the bench, gives you great minutes. Minutemen still trailing, though, 10-8. to eight. They need some offense here. A.J. Young with the basketball. He's going to get it up top to Elijah Hudson. Back to A.J. Young into the far corner to Alex Steppershmidt. Little Depp is going to bring it back up top to A.J. Young. A.J. gets it. Near wing to Elijah Hudson. Elijah, spin move into the lane. He's going to put up a shot from about eight feet, and it rolls everywhere but in. And then Elijah, or excuse me, Hudson Moore gets the rebound and puts it back up and in. 10 to 10, Minutemen tie it up. And that Elijah Hudson shot hit every part of the rim except the inside of it. Micah McKee, he's going to pull a three on the near wing, and that one's good. He just got it up there before Elijah Hudson could get over and block it again. Yep. 13 to 10, Worcester back on top. Here comes A.J. Young, far sideline. He's going to get it to Hudson Moore on the wing. Hudson driving into the lane, dumps it off. Elijah Hudson under the hoop, pump fake, now goes up with it, and he missed another one right under the hoop. Rebound Caleb Scott. Here comes Drew Dossie down the near sideline. Up top to Micah McKee, driving down the lane. Scoop shot layup over... Hudson Moore, I think, is who they're going to get for that, and there was a foul called. He missed the layup, but Micah McKee will head to the line for two shots. Wow, I thought for sure they were going to get Elijah on that one because he's the one that came flying over the top. So that's the second foul on Hudson Moore here in the first quarter. Now Drew Dossie for Worcester has two fouls as well. First free throw for Micah McKee is good. Hudson Moore will sit down as well as Jack Depperschmidt for the Minutemen. And coming on, Tyler Jackson back on the floor and Baden Forup also back on for the Minutemen. A little bit of a smaller lineup in for Lex right now. And for Worcester checking in, Caden Roscoe, the 6'4 senior, will come in as McKee hits the second. He's got 11 points already, Micah McKee. It does not feel like he does, but... Uh, Quiet 11 points, 15 to 10. Minutemen down five. Alex Stepperschmidt on the near wing with it. He's going to get it up top to Baden Forup. Far wing, A.J. Young. A.J. takes a screen from Baden. He's going to pull up 15-footer on the baseline. His short rebound falls out to Tyler Jackson, who tips it to Alex Stepperschmidt. Little Depp going to drive in, kicks it to A.J. Young. Back to Little Depp. He's going to try to throw a pass to Elijah Hudson. That was tipped, and eventually on the floor it was kicked. And it's going to stay Minutemen basketball. It was kicked by one of the generals. I think it was kicked by Roscoe there. 
A.J. Young will inbound on the baseline. 28 seconds to go first quarter. Minutemen down five. Ball goes into Baden for it. Baden in the middle of the lane. He's going to go up over Roscoe. Off the glass hard. No good. Rebound Roscoe. Here come the Generals. Micah McKee gets it. Far wing. And now down low. Pass stolen away by Tyler Jackson. Pass was thrown away there by Luke Snowbarger. Tyler Jackson gets it to A.J. Young. A.J. into the lane, loses the ball, but gets it to Baden Forup somehow, who tries to go up with it, and we're going to have a jump ball. And it'll stay with Lex with four seconds to go. I'm assuming, Nick, that Luke Snowbarger is the head coach Michael Snowbarger's son. That would be the logical guess there. A.J. Young will throw it in, and the ball goes right through the hands of Baden Forup. And Drew Dossie at the buzzer throws it up off the glass. It hit the rim and came off, and that's how the first quarter will end. Something just feels off so far tonight, Nick. Hopefully the Minutemen can get it figured out. They trail it 15-10 after a slow first quarter on fearthevillage.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of OA. Proud to be the presenting sponsor of Lexington Basketball on VSBN Radio. This is former Minuteman Nick Lazier, and you're listening to Lexington Basketball on VSBNRadio.com. Back up here high above Worcester's High School Gymnasium up here in the uh, the rafters in the crow's nest. Right at center court. Across from the scores table. Best seat in the house, in my opinion. Although we could have sat down there next to Bob Jarvis. Sure could have. Man, the there's we're no the only here. we are the only media outlet here. And if you think I'm joking, there is nobody here. There is the only person here on the media row is Bob Jarvis and his <laughs> laptop to keep stats. As right away to start the second quarter, Worcester misses a three. Rebound is going to be tipped and lost. And picked up by the Generals, who have now taken three shots in a row under the hoop and can't finish any of them. And eventually the ball's tipped out of bounds and back to Lex. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Man. Playing some volleyball down there. Can't keep our hands on the ball. So back to the Minutemen. They trail at 15-10. to 10. Tyler Jackson will bring it up the floor. He's going to take it to the far sideline this time and get it to Caden Eichler on the wing. Caden has it tipped away, and in the process, it is going to be out of bounds, and it'll stay with the Minutemen. Luke Snowbarger, by the way, potentially the coach's son. That's what we're speculating. He is only a sophomore. Big kid, too. 6'5". Tyler Jackson with the basketball. Gets it up top to Elijah Hudson. Far wing, Jack Depper-Schmidt. Dumps it down. Baden Forup going to work in the far... uh, Short corner, and he kicks it out. Elijah Hudson airballs a three. Zach Harpster gets the rebound, and here come the Generals. Harpster across midcourt. He's down the lane now, working against Baden Forp. Goes up over him and lays it in. Wow, what a finish by Harpster. Worcester has their biggest lead of the night now of seven, 17 to 10. Seven minutes to go, second quarter. Minutemen need to wake up a little bit here. Tyler Jackson gets the ball near wing to Elijah Hudson. 
Up top, Caden Eichler. Far wing, Jack Depperschmidt thought about a three. Now he drives in for a 15-footer. That's just short, no good. And on the rebound, Lexington will pick up a foul, and it's going to be on Elijah Hudson. So, Minutemen are in the bonus. Worcester, one foul away from being in the bonus here. And we still have 6.44 to go in the first half. Micah McKee will inbound to Drew Dossie. Dossie working against Tyler Jackson, gets it across the timeline, far sideline. He's going to take it now into the lane, goes up over Caden Eichler. I don't know how that one rolled in. Oh, my goodness. Drew Dossie got another one. He's got six. 19 to 10. Here comes Tyler Jackson, gets it to Baden for up. Baden on the near elbow. He gets it to Caden Eichler. Eichler driving into the lane, loses it off his foot. And he picks it up, and we've got a jump ball. That's going to be Lex basketball. And, man, if there's ever been a stereotypical cold Tuesday night performance on the road, it is tonight for the Minutemen. They That's... have just come in and are not awake yet. Yeah. they got to get it going soon because I remember two years ago we came here, and the Minutemen were hanging around in, in second half. They ended up losing by 35. As Baden Forup has the ball in the near block, he's working against Roscoe. Baden is just going to go right up over him, shoots a 12-footer. It's short, no good. Seems like Worcester's doing a great job of just protecting the paint and yeah. trying to make Lex kick it out for threes and Lex not shooting threes. Harpster with the ball on the near wing. He's going to drive all the way into the lane, kicks far side to Dossie on the far wing. Drew Dossie in the lane, has it poked away from behind by Tyler Jackson. Baden Forup picks it up, and here come the Minutemen. Well, and Worcester's doing a great job getting back in transition as well. Lex hasn't had any runouts tonight. Jack Depperschmidt with the ball on the near wing. Gets it up top to Caden Eichler. Eichler's going to drive. Kicks far corner. Tyler Jackson for three. It's good for Tyler. Big shot there. And that is exactly what the Minutemen needed. They trail it by six, 19-13. to 5-10 to go. Second quarter. Drew Dossie with the basketball on the near wing. He's going to take a screen from Roscoe. Dossie now gets it near corner to Micah McKee, who dumps it into Roscoe, and it's stolen away by Baden Forup. Here come the Minutemen, Tyler Jackson. He's going to take a screen from Baden Forup, brings it near wing. He shoots another three, and that one's just short, no good. That was just short, too. Rebound, Drew Dossie. Here come the Generals. He's on the near wing, gets it into Micah McKee. McKee up top to Snowbarger for three. Missed it. Rebound. Tyler Jackson had it. Got it taken away by Micah McKee, who pulls up and misses a shot. Rebound, Harpster. And now here's Snowbarger again for another three. That one's no good. And over the back is going to be called on Micah McKee as Tyler Jackson went up for it. You know, we just can't seem to keep our hands on the ball right now. We've had a couple possessions where it just keeps falling right out of our hands. That's where we're getting our, getting our pits, mitts on it. And Nick, I can't, I can't talk. It's okay. Lexington is rebounding with their pits tonight. Maybe that's why they're not grabbing the ball. It's too high up underneath their arms. Classic Nick fumbling yep. his words. That's all good. Well, Tyler Jackson's going to get a trip to the line here after that foul. It's a one and one as the uh, men and men are in the bonus. 19 to 13, they trail by six. Tyler Jackson's first free throw, no good. And the rebound, McKee has to save it and gets it into Drew Dossie. 
Here come the Generals. Dossie on the far wing. Gets it up top. And now near wing to Micah McKee in the corner. Micah McKee is going to dump it down as the post who just checked in is blocked by Baden Forup. That was, uh, actually that was Caleb Scott coming back in. The starting forward for the Generals. And he was blocked by Baden Forup. And now Lexington setting it up here. Hudson Moore on the far elbow. He's going to get it to Tyler Jackson. Jackson drives down the lane, kicks near side. Depperschmidt, now he's in the lane, dumps it off. Baden Forup up off the glass, and they're going to call a charge. It's a tough one. I mean, Harpster definitely was not set, but I think they're going to say Baden might have lowered his shoulder into him. Well, I think Harpster was sideways. Yeah, there's no way he was set for a charge. I think maybe Baden just kind of made it look a little more violent than it actually was by he lowered his shoulder a little bit, but, man, Not enough. Harpster sold it for sure. So here comes Dossie down the lane. He's going to put up a runner, and he traveled as he had trouble gathering the ball there when he went up for it or went up for the shot. He kind of fumbled the ball just for a split second, enough to make him travel. 3.30 to go, second quarter. Minutemen down six, 19-13. Big OCC game tonight. Minutemen trying to stay in first place. A.J. Young with the basketball in the near wing up top, Hudson Moore. He gets it, Caden Eichler on the far block. He's going to go up over the defender and miss an eight-footer. Rebound falls to Worcester, and those are the shots that have been going down for the Minutemen this year that just aren't tonight. It's been tough around the rim for him tonight as Dossie gets it to Scott, cutting towards the hoop, a little pick and roll, and Scott lays it in. 21-13. Generals extend that lead back out to eight with three minutes to go in the first half. Hudson Moore on the near wing, hands it off Jack Depperschmidt. Back to Hudson Moore in the near corner. He hands it off, Caden Eichler. He's going to drive baseline, skips it out. Jack Depperschmidt up top, A.J. Young. He's going to drive in, and he goes up, missed a shot. Rebound, he gets his own rebound. No, Baden Forp grabs it, and he's going to be fouled by Caleb Scott. And that'll be Scott's second foul. So four of the five Worcester starters have two fouls now. The only one that hasn't committed one is Harpster. Everybody else has at least two. Yeah, things could get real interesting here if one of those starters picks up a third. Well, let's face it, Nick. We knew coming in Worcester's bench was not great. They've got a deep bench, but none of them really contribute that much. And from what we've seen tonight, too, just, just what we've seen tonight would support that knowledge coming into tonight. Their bench hasn't done much of anything. As Baden hit the first, and he hits the second. So Baden four up now with six points. Minutemen down six. Alex Depperschmidt checks in for Caden Eichler here. 2.37 to go, second quarter. Minutemen still full court pressuring here. Harpster gets the inbound. He gets it back now to Blake Bowen. Bowen back to Harpster. Harpster's going to put it up over Elijah Hudson. It's blocked. As the Minutemen did exactly what they wanted there, they forced Worcester into a quick shot and a bad shot. Here comes Little Depp. He hands it off. Elijah Hudson back in the game with it. He's going to drive in. He's going to go up over the defender, and they're going to call another charge on the Minutemen. Harpster Man. again, but it looked like he started falling before Elijah even got there. He was in position that time, but it looked like he sold it a little bit. So... Worcester gets the ball back, and Drew Dossie has a tip from behind as he took the inbound, and Alex Depperschmidt is just always around the ball making plays. 
A.J. Young has it now, brings it out to midcourt to set it up. Minutemen down six, two minutes to go, first half. Jack Depperschmidt in the near corner with it. He's going to get it down to Baden Forp on the block. Baden gets it back out to Jack Depperschmidt up top to Little Depp. Cross-court pass, Caden Eichler in the far wing. He's going to pull up from 16 feet. It rattles in and out. He just can't buy a bucket. And here comes Bowen, Blake Bowen with it. Up top to Drew Dossie. He gets it to Harpster, out to McKee. McKee had 11 in the first quarter. He's been quiet in the second. They dumb it down to Caleb Scott, out to Harpster. Thought about a three. Now he gets it to Dossie, and it was almost stolen away by A.J. Young there. Micah McKee gets it back, and he's going to be fouled by Alex Depperschmidt up top. And Alex was just trying to pressure him there and bumped him one too many times, and they call a foul. So Worcester, who's also in the bonus now, will send... Micah McKee to the line for a one-and-one. It is 21-15, Minutemen down six, 126 to go, second quarter. First free throw for McKee is good. It rattled in. So he'll get one more on the one-and-one. McKee, that was his first point here in the second quarter. He's got 12 now. Had a huge first quarter. Second free throw for McKee is good. He hasn't missed a free throw yet tonight. And the Minutemen now trail it by eight. A.J. Young will set it up at midcourt. Minutemen need to shoot the ball a little bit more. They're trying really hard to get it down low, and it's just not there tonight. Got to hit some shots from outside. Depperschmidt into the lane, kicks out to his brother Jack. Jack back into the corner to Alex. Alex drives baseline, kicks back to his brother Jack in the corner, and he traveled as he caught the ball and took a hop step. I mean, we're definitely getting some looks. Just got to pull the trigger. So, ball goes back to Worcester. And, I mean, Nick, this is one of those nights, and this is this is kind of what I've been afraid of this year is what's going to happen on a night where Lex needs to shoot the ball and just won't or isn't making shots. Right. I mean, they've – by the way, Drew Dossie gets fouled on the inbound there, so he's going to head to the line for a one-and-one. But, I mean, so far this year, they've just been so dominant down low, they haven't had to shoot. And tonight, they're going to have to start shooting the ball from outside. They're, they're just going to have to. Worcester is keying in in the paint. They're just packing it in, and that nothing is happening inside for the Minutemen. And it's going to be very tough tonight to get that going. First free throw for Dossie is good. He'll get the second of a one-and-one. When you got to credit Caleb Scott and Roscoe, Caden uh, Roscoe down low, they're doing a great job just – Denying Baden and Hudson both down low. Second free throw, in and out and back in for Drew Dossie. So Worcester now with their biggest lead of the night of 10, 25 to 15. Tyler Jackson with the basketball right in front of us. Now he takes it to the far wing. He looks up top. Caden Eichler thought about a three. Now he drives in, kicks to Alex Depperschmidt, who gets it down low to Baden for it. He spins baseline. He's going to go up, and they're going to call a travel. Once again, keying the inside game. Worcester will inbound now. They'll get it into Drew Dossie. 40 seconds to go. First quarter, or first half, excuse me. Second quarter. Dossie at midcourt being guarded by Tyler Jackson. 35 seconds left in the first half. Minutemen down 10. Worcester trying to hold for the last shot here. 25 seconds left, and Tyler Jackson, Drew Dossie kind of put the ball out in front of him there. I thought he might steal it. 
20 seconds left in the first half. 15. Drew Dossie calls for a screen. Nobody's coming, though. 10 seconds left. Drew Dossie now working, trying to get into the lane. He does. Goes up over Baden Fort. Missed a layup. Rebound. Falls to Tyler Jackson. And now Micah McKee stole it back. He puts up a three at the buzzer, and it's short, no good. And that would have been Ugh. a horrible way to end the half. Thankfully, McKee didn't miss it. Men and men have some work to do. 25 to 15. They trail it by 10 here at halftime at Worcester. When we come back, we'll have stats from the first half, and we'll check in from some other games around North Central Ohio. Some really good games going on tonight in the OCC, and we'll get you some scores from those games. Uh, one that comes to mind is Ashland went over to Pete Henry Gymnasium tonight. We'll check in on that one here in just a moment when we come back on fearthevillage.com. Do you want to be stylish? Keep up with the trends? Do you find it a hassle to shop in-store and want the convenience of shopping online? Well, we've got the place for you. A Material Girl Clothing Boutique offers a wide variety of clothing for all shapes and sizes. Go to fashionbyamg.com for your convenient shopping experience. A Material Girl is a proud sponsor of Lexington Minutemen uniforms on fearthevillage.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of OH. Com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor of Lexington Basketball on VSBN Radio. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team. 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call. 419-522-2020. RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872. And as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget, but the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com.
Hear every play. He's to the 30, through a hole, 25, 20, 15, he's gone, 10-5, touchdown, Minutemen! Catch every highlight. A.J. Young gets it across midcourt, dumps it off, Baden Forum goes up and jams it home with two hands! View exciting photos. Kate Neichler goes up and picks it off! Everything you need to stay up to date on the Lexington Minutemen, visit fearthevillage.com. A proud member of the Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network. Complete Access has been a market leader for over 20 years when it comes to aluminum stairs and ramps. Building high-quality manufacturing with innovative design, Complete Access has created a suite of plug-and-play access solutions perfect for any job. All of their products are hand-built right here in America with American-made materials. Based in Seattle, Washington with a location right here in Lexington, Complete Access can meet your needs quickly with the reputation of a nationwide company. Check them out online at completeaccess.com. Complete Access, a proud supporter of Lexington Minutemen Basketball on fearthevillage.com. This is Lexington basketball coach Scott Hamilton, and you're listening to the Minutemen on vsbnradio.com. Back here inside of Worcester High School, where it is Worcester leading by 10, 25 to 15, a low-scoring affair tonight so far, as the Minutemen just haven't been able to get anything going. And we welcome you back in to the fearthevillage.com halftime show. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you. And Nick has stats from the first half. Nick? Yeah, well, shooting woes from both teams in the first half, really. I mean, Lexington only 5 of 21 from the field, shooting 23.8% overall. They're only 1 for 4 from 3, 4 of 7 from the free throw line. Uh, the Worcester Generals 8 of 25 from the field for only 32%, but they're 7 of 9 from the free throw line and 2 for 6 from deep. Uh, leading scorer here for the Minutemen, Baden Forp. He's got six points, four of them from the free throw line. He's also got 11 rebounds in that first half. He's got nine defensive, two offensive. Other scorer for the Minutemen, Tyler Jackson's got three. Hudson Moore, quiet night from Hudson so far. He picked up those two fouls early in the second quarter. He's only got two points and a rebound tonight. So <clears throat> really look for Hudson to come out on a mission in this second half and hopefully get some points up there and help help his team out tonight. Uh, A.J. Young with two points and Cade Neichler with two. And then for the Worcester Generals, same story. Mike and McKee, 13 points. He's got four or seven from the field. He's one for one from deep. And then uh, Drew Dossie, eight points. So, I mean, those two guys combined for almost all of Worcester's points right there. Uh, Zachary Harpster's got two. He's also drawn two charges, which is kind of, I mean, the one on Baden would have been an and one if, but it could have gone either way, bang, bang, call, and then Caleb Scott with two points. Uh, Lexington with 11 turnovers in that first half. Now they did force eight from Worcester, so Worcester's turned the ball over as well, but, I mean, both teams just not really shooting the ball well. Both teams kind of flat in that first half, but, I mean, free throw shooting, and, I mean, Worcester's taken, they've had a couple open layups that they've, that they've made. Lex really just hasn't been able to get out and transition tonight so far. It's been it's been mainly half-court offense, and Worcester's just doing a great job in the half-court pressuring Lex, and they're really denying the posts inside. So Baden and Hudson are really having to work really hard to get any points whatsoever. So, I mean, like Corey mentioned in the first half, we got to start shooting the ball a little bit, get some just pulling the trigger because you're down 10, a tough place to place, a tough place to begin with to play, 
So coming back from a 10-point lead, it's going to be a tough task. But I think Lex is built to do it. They've got to make some shots here early on and be close in the fourth quarter. Some extremely interesting scores from around North Central Ohio tonight. East Knox beating Centerburg in the third quarter, 17-13. to I thought this was a low-scoring game here at Worcester tonight. Those teams combined have scored 30 points in the third quarter. And East Knox beating the undefeated Centerburg Trojans tonight so far. Still early, though. Still quarter and a half to go. Uh, South Central. Up on Winford right now in the third quarter. That game, 28-24. Uh, to 24, That's a much closer uh, normal scoring game. Uh, Sandusky, 26. Willard, 23. That's a good game uh, over there in the Sandusky Bay Conference. Uh, Marion Pleasant leads Mount Gilead, 26-17 at halftime. Northmore leads Cardington, 27-26 at halftime. Here's the score of the night so far. Mansfield Senior beating Ashland, 39-30 at half. So that would be a massive win, not only for Mansfield Senior, if they can get that win. That would be huge for Lexington if the Minutemen can sneak out of here and, uh, and somehow get this victory at Worcester. Uh, that would put the Minutemen two games ahead in first place over Ashland um, if the Minutemen win tonight and Ashland loses. Now, of course, Minutemen have to come back and win this, uh, and Ashland, you know, there's still a half to go over there at Pete Henry Gymnasium in Mansfield, so anything can happen, but... Lex can come back and win this. Get a little help from senior high. Then uh, all of a sudden, that lead in the conference looking quite nice for the Minutemen. But uh, they got to try to pull something out here. As they need some offense. We're about a minute away from the second half. 25-15, to 15, Worcester with a lead. And, Nick, I think it's safe to say we both agree. Minutemen trying way too hard to get the ball in the middle. They got to they gotta shoot from the perimeter some here in the second half. They've got the shooters. Lexington's not a particularly shooting-heavy team. They don't no. like to shoot from outside a ton, but they can. I mean, Jack Depperschmidt, your leading scorer back from last year, was just – pure from outside all of last year, and it just seems like he doesn't want to shoot the ball this year. Well, and something else to note, Elijah Hudson 0 for 4 from the field, 0 yep. for 2 from deep, and he had one block. So, I mean, if you if you get him going once he comes in, I mean, he can turn it around real quick. He hits a couple threes back-to-back. -back. His confidence will build more, and they'll be in a good spot. Here we go. We'll see if the men and men can do it here on the road and have some Second half magic. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you. Fearthevillage.com. Worcester starts the second half of the basketball. Bowen throws a backdoor lob to McKee, who missed a layup, and he's still fighting underneath for it, and he gets back his own miss and lays it in on the left side. And now McKee with 15 points, picking up right where he left off. And that's Worcester's 10th second-chance point tonight. They've got their biggest lead of the night right now, 27-15. to 15. Caden Eichler with the basketball, gets it down to Baden Forp on the near block. He's going to go through the defense and through Bowen. Missed a oh, couple goodness. shots, missed a third shot, and just couldn't get one to go down, and Worcester comes out of there with it. Baden leads the Minutemen tonight in scoring with six, but, man, he is struggling tonight. Drew Dossie 
to Bowen, to Harpster, far wing, McKee, and we're going to have an offensive foul underneath on a screen. It's an illegal screen, and they're going to get Caleb Scott, I believe, down low, and it is. That's his third. That's big. Although that's the one position, really, where the Worcester Generals can afford some foul trouble. They've got a couple of big kids coming off the bench, but got to go at McKee and Dossie here. They each have two fouls. Tyler Jackson with the basketball, gets it far wing to Caden Eichler, gives it back to Jackson. He gets it up top. Hudson Moore gets it to Caden Eichler on the near block. He goes up over Caleb Scott, who just committed his fourth foul, and Caden Eichler is going to head to the line for two. Caleb Scott got him up high on the wrist. Well, it looks like they're going to keep him in, maybe. Oh, no, there he comes. First free throw for Caden Eichler was good, and Caden Roscoe comes in for Caleb Scott, who we may not see now till the last two minutes of the game or so. Second free throw short for Caden Eichler. Minutemen trail by 11. 6.45 to go, third quarter. Micah McKee with the basketball. He gets into the lane. Now he shoots a fadeaway on the near block. It's no good. Rebound Baden Forpe. He gets it to Caden Eichler, and now Tyler Jackson will bring it up for the Minutemen. Tyler Jackson with the basketball, gets it far wing, Jack Depperschmidt. Jack looks up to Hudson Moore. Hudson Moore, top of the three-point line, dribbling. Now he takes it to the far wing and now to the baseline, picks it up, gets it out, Baden Fort, 15 feet from the elbow, that's long, no good. Gets his own rebound, drives in, puts it up. That's good off the glass for Baden Fort on the left side. Minutemen have cut it to nine. Baden now with eight points. Drew Dossie with the basketball, far sideline. He's on the wing now. He's driving in. He pulls up from 16 feet. It's an air ball. Micah McKee was there, though, to grab it and lay it right back in. And that air ball just, it was perfect. It went right into the hands of McKee. He laid it in on the left side there. Couldn't have got a more perfect air ball. Minutemen down 11 now. Tyler Jackson with the basketball. He gets it far wing. Jack Depper-Schmidt to Baden Fort. Back to Depp on the baseline. Kicks it out near side. Tyler Jackson into the lane. He dumps it off. Baden Fort up and under. Lays it in and a foul. Baden Fort now with 10. He's the first Minuteman, uh, Minuteman into double figures tonight. And the Minutemen down nine. Baden Fort heading to the line to try to make it a three-point play. Just gotta keep chipping away. And that foul was the first on Roscoe as Baden Forup makes the free throw. Minutemen down eight. Drew Dossie with the basketball. And he brings it up the near sideline. He's going to try to get into the lane. Now he backs it back out up top. Micah McKee back to the near wing. Drew Dossie. Dossie trying to get into the lane again. Pulls up from the elbow and a 15-foot fadeaway for that's, Drew Dossie is good. That's tough. I mean, that's a great contest from Caden. Dossie just a little bit better there. Minutemen down 10 now. And Worcester goes into a zone. Baden Forp on the short corner with it. Gets it up top. Caden Eichler thought about a three. Now he's going to drive into the elbow or to the free throw line. He missed it short. And it's actually an air ball. And here come the Generals. Micah McKee on the far wing. He's going to pull up for three. That's well short. Rebound Caden Eichler. That was an easy play defensively for the Minutemen. And now here they come. Working against this zone from Worcester now. Tyler Jackson on the near wing. Gets it inside. Baden Forp, eight feet. And it rattles out. No good. And Micah McKee tracks down the loose ball as it was loose there for a couple of bounces. And he picked it up. McKee 
Skip pass. Harpster on the far wing. Hands it off Drew Dossie. Dossie gets it to Roscoe. Back to Dossie. Far corner. He drives in. Dumps it off Roscoe on the far block. He's going to go up over Baden Forp and lay it in. So any momentum the Minutemen had has gone away now with two straight scores from Worcester. 33-21. Tyler Jackson with the basketball. Gets it far wing. Cade Eichler. Into Hudson Moore, 15-footer on the elbow. That's short, no good. Rebound falls to Drew Dossie, who was fouled by Tyler Jackson, who didn't mean to do it, but he kind of ran up the back there of Drew Dossie trying to go for the rebound. So Minutemen back down by 12. Just under four minutes to go, third quarter. Minutemen have got to turn it on here soon if they're going to do it at all. And this is, you know what, Nick? This game reminds me so much of the new Philadelphia game as McKee with a left hand spins around Hudson Moore and puts it up off the glass. Minutemen down 14. A.J. Young on the near wing. Gets it up top to Caden Eichler. Far corner, Jack Depperschmidt drives in, dumps it off, and a pass was stolen away. And it's picked up by Roscoe, and a jump ball is forced. By the Minutemen, they'll keep the ball. As Worcester frantically trying to get the timeout call there, but thankfully, Lexington was able to tie it up first. Minutemen will inbound here underneath their own hoop. 324, or excuse me, 327 to go, third quarter. Minutemen down 14. Inbound comes to Caden Eichler, who kicks it out. Jack Depperschmidt from 16 feet on the near wing. That's short, no good. Gets his own rebound. Gets it to Caden Eichler. Eichler skip pass. A.J. Young thought about a three, and he was run right into by Micah McKee, and that is his third foul tonight. That was a great pump fake by A.J., and it couldn't have been against a better defender because they need to get McKee out of this game. McKee will stay in there, though, with three fouls. Minutemen have got to go at him and get that fourth foul. As uh, Hudson Moore sits down, Elijah Hudson comes in, try to bust this zone up. A.J. Young takes the inbound, gets it to Elijah Hudson near wing. Up top to A.J., to Depper Schmidt on the far wing. Into the short corner, Baden Forp going right into the body of Roscoe, and Baden Forp draws another foul. The Minutemen now have drawn five fouls here in the third quarter, and they're almost in the bonus. They'll be in the bonus the rest of the game, which could be huge. You just got to make them down the line. Well, Nick, Lexington didn't get behind this much at New Philly, but this feels eerily similar to that game where they just struggled. First free throw for Baden is good. He's been great from the free throw line today. He's got 12. Minutemen down 13, 3.08 to go third quarter. But uh, tell you what, if they can continue to string together, if they can get some stops here, Minutemen can get back in this thing. Short, free throw was missed. Caden Eichler gets the rebound, goes right back up with it, missed it long, and on the rebound, it's tipped out of bounds. And they're going to say it's Worcester ball. That went off of Drew Dossie. I mean, there was nobody around him. That went right off of him. And they're going to give it to Worcester anyway. Man, that's a tough call. It's a big call. Drew Dossie with the basketball off the inbound. He and Depperschmidt were even laughing about it because Dossie knew that was off of him, but none of the referees were really in a position to make the call as Harpster pulls up a three, no good. Rebound, Caden Eichler. He is going to get the ball out of there. It goes to Elijah Hudson. Dangerous play there, but the men and men have it. Here they come. Depperschmidt gets it into the near corner. A.J. Young for three. That's just short. Rebound, Bowen. Can't buy a bucket from deep right now. 
2.30 to go. Third quarter, Minutemen down 13. Dossie into the near corner to Harpster. To Dossie, near corner. Gets it to McKee. McKee on the near wing. He's going to go up against Caden Eichler into the lane. Now he kicks it out to Harpster on the far wing. Up top, Bowen's going to pull a three. That one's short, no good. Rebound, Baden Forup. He gets a quick outlet to A.J. Young, and here come the Minutemen. A.J. into the lane. He's going to go Euro step around Drew Dossie, and they're going to call it over the back on Baden Forup. This is unbelievable. That is an absolutely horrible call, but Baden Forup is going to pick up his second foul. I don't think he made contact with anybody. Well, the, yeah, I don't know. I can't complain about the officiating because it's 5-2 in Lex's favor, but that, that's, a, that's, a, that's a bad call. Here come the generals the other way, and, of course, on the other end, barely. I mean, Baden breathed on Micah McKee there, and he gets a foul call going towards the hoop. Actually, they're going to call that on Caden Eichler. So that's his first foul. So the Minutemen, really nobody specific is in foul trouble here, but uh, – they just keep fouling at the worst times. It seems like every foul the Minutemen have committed has been when Worcester is shooting the ball. Free throw for McKee is good. He's not going to miss from the line, so this is the last person you want to foul and send to the, send to the line. McKee now with 20 points. Whew, a quiet 20, I feel like. <laughs> And he finally misses a free throw. Rebound Hudson Moore. Minutemen down 14. A.J. Young with the basketball. He gets it near wing to Alex Depperschmidt into the short corner. Hudson Moore skip pass to Caden Eichler. And now back near side, Alex Depperschmidt. Out to Hudson Moore up top. Elijah Hudson for three. That one's short, no good. Rebound. Micah McKee throws a baseball pass to Drew Dossie, and he's going to have to save it from going out of bounds, and they... We'll call a timeout. 30-second timeout, Worcester. And, Nick, this is, I mean, I feel like you no. weren't there, but this is just eerily similar to the new Philly game, except tonight you just you don't get the feeling that they've got a comeback in them. Now, I hope I'm wrong. I'm always optimistic, but at new Philly, you could just kind of feel it coming. They were getting open looks. They just weren't hitting them. Tonight, the Minutemen just can't even get an open look off. Worcester has really done a great job of scouting the Minutemen and being ready for everything here. 1.30 to go in the third quarter, and the Minutemen have to get something going to end this quarter. They cannot go in down by double digits to the fourth quarter. Worcester will inbound. Snowbarger into the game, gets it into Drew Dossie. He's going to drive into the lane, kicks to Micah McKee, who goes baseline, skips it near side, and Bowen for three in the corner, no good. And how in the world is that not an over-the-back on Snowbarger if that's over-the-back on Baden on the other end? And now they're going to call a foul on Elijah Hudson here underneath the hoop, and, and Bowen's going to head to the line. How in the world was that over-the-back on Baden on one end, but the sophomore Snowbarger just comes back? Bowling into everybody, going over the back on rebounds, and no no call there. Bowen hits the free throw, and I guess it's, it's an old sports cliche. And to some extent, these things are true, but it just it's Worcester is one of those places you just don't get the calls here. Ever, ever. 
Now, like you said, to this point, the, the referees have been pretty good, but now is about the time that usually it goes south here at Worcester. But the Minutemen need to keep being aggressive. Elijah Hudson in the lane. He's going to shoot a fadeaway 12-footer. That rolls around the rim and off. And here come the Generals. Minutemen down 16. Near corner, Snowbarger with it. Up top to Micah McKee, who gets it to Drew Dossie. He's going to pull a three. He, he rattles in and out. Man, the Minutemen got lucky there. Rebound Hudson Moore. Hudson gets it ahead. And pass was stolen away by Drew Dossie and saved from going out of bounds by my, uh, to Micah McKee. And now Worcester going to wisely here, I think, slow it down and hold for the last shot. And this is just not looking good for the Minutemen tonight. They're down 16 here. And Worcester's going to hold for the last shot. Harpster drives in, kicks to Bowen. Up top. Dossie with the basketball, drives in, 15 feet. Over Alex Depperschmidt is good. Four seconds left. Depperschmidt down the floor, gets it to A.J. Young. He's going to pull a three at the buzzer, and A.J. missed it long. And, man, the Minutemen trailing 40-22. to 22. Here at the end of the third, we'll see if they can turn it around in the fourth on fearthevillage.com. RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872. And as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. This is Lexington basketball coach Scott Hamilton, and you're listening to the Minutemen on BSBNRadio.com. Minutemen have a lot of work to do here in the fourth quarter, as they were outscored in that second quarter by a score of 15 to seven. They were already trailing by 10 at halftime. So when you add all that up, the math does not look good. 40 to 22, Minutemen down 18, and Worcester is gonna start the fourth quarter with the basketball. So it is just, uh, just right here in this particular moment, there's not a lot of positives you could say tonight. So we head into the fourth quarter. And I guess the one good thing, senior high now beating Ashland by 12. That game is in the fourth quarter. As Drew Dossie has the basketball, he's going to pull up from just inside the free throw line. Missed it in and out. Rebound Hudson Moore. Here come the Minutemen. They've got to get something going quick. Tyler Jackson up top. Caden Eichler near wing. Hud, uh, Jack Depperschmidt. He gets it to Baden Forup. He's going to pull up from about 12 feet. That's short, no good. Rebound. Hudson Moore was fouled as he went back up with it. And he'll shoot two. And if that's on McKee, that's his fourth. And we'll see. And they yep. give it to Bowen. Oh. Well, that's his third. <laughs> Hudson Moore, first free throw of the night is no good. And it is just one of those nights. And everybody has one of these nights, and this is really Lexington's first just hmm. not good game of the year as Hudson Moore hits the second one. But the Minutemen have really struggled tonight, and they almost get a steal on the inbound there, but here come the Generals. Quickly the other way, Micah McKee. And it men down 17. They get the ball. Harpster on the far wing. He 
Picks it up near midcourt. He's stuck with it. Gets it to Bowen. Into the corner. McKee. Back out to Bowen. Bowen takes it around the around the arc, and he drives down the lane and throws up a Statue of Liberty shot. Little contact from Jack Depperschmidt, but Bowen gets the call, and he'll head to the line for two shots. And now at this point, you just got to hope that Worcester gets cold and doesn't <laughs> hit any free throws yeah. because they are now in the bonus. First free throw for Bowen, no good. You got to speak it into existence here, Nick. That's right. I'll tell you what, though. The Minutemen have got to cut this to single digits here in the next probably three quick. minutes. Very quick. Second free throw is good, unfortunately. And the Minutemen trail by 18 again. Seven minutes to go in the ballgame. Ball goes to the far wing, Caden Eichler. He's going to drive around the wing, or around the arc, and get it out to Jack Depperschmidt. He's going to pump fake. Now drive baseline, pulls up for a short two, and that's no good. Short off the front of the rim, and the Minutemen <laughs> cannot buy a bucket. It is tough sledding. 6.45 to go. Here comes Drew Dossie. We'll get it to Micah McKee, and Worcester literally is just going to hold the ball here until Micah McKee drives in and throws up a shot, and he somehow gets a roll. Over Hudson Moore. He's just throwing them up there and praying they go in. And that one just stuck in. I don't know how that one fell in. Minutemen down 20. In the corner, Tyler Jackson for three. That's good for the Minutemen. That's Tyler Jackson's second three of the night. Minutemen down 17 still, though. 6-10 to go in the ballgame. Drew Dossie at midcourt. Minutemen going to try to trap him. They get the ball near wing. As Bowen drives in, kicks to Scott, 15-footer, no good. Rebound, Caden Eichler. Minutemen have got to get a bucket here. Here they come, Tyler Jackson. He's going to get it to Caden Eichler on the near wing. Eichler kicks it. Depperschmidt into the corner. Tyler Jackson, another one. That one's short. Rebound, Hudson Moore. He's going to pump fake and go up in the lane, and he missed the shot, but Hudson Moore will head to the line for two, and now both teams. Excuse me, Lexington is in the bonus. Worcester's still one foul away, so forget what I said a minute ago. 5.42 to go. This is where the Minutemen have got to take advantage. Hudson Moore to the line. He hits the first one as it rattled, hit every part of the rim, hit the backboard, hit every part of the rim again, and fell in. So Hudson now with four. One of his more quiet nights of the year. His second free throw is also good, and that one barely stuck in there. Minutemen down 15, 5.42 to go. Here comes Harpster with the basketball. He's dribbling, gets it to Drew Dossie. Dossie across midcourt. He's being trapped, and he gets it out of there to Harpster at midcourt, who gets it to Micah McKee on the far wing. Dumped down underneath, and that ball was tipped by Jack Depperschmidt, and they're going to say it went off Depperschmidt. I thought it might have went off of Bowen there and out of bounds. But Worcester will retain possession here underneath their own hoop. 5.27 to go. Minutemen down 15. Dossie will inbound. He gets it into Scott. Scott kicks it out to McKee. Minutemen have got a pressure here and force Worcester into some mistakes as Dossie gets it to McKee at midcourt into the corner to Harpster back out to McKee. And they're just playing monkey in the middle here as Harpster gets it back out to McKee. And now to Drew Dossie. And now to McKee. Into the far corner, Harpster back out to McKee. 
And Worcester is the only team I know with a 15-point lead that would play keep away for the entire fourth quarter. As Drew Dossie gets it to McKee on the near wing. That's such a Worcester thing to do, though, and I know everybody listening agrees. Harpster gets it up top to Dossie. Dossie being trapped. They get it to Harpster. Harpster driving. He's going to throw it into the corner to Bowen, out to Dossie. Back into the corner to Bowen. Back out to McKee. Back to Bowen in the corner. Underneath to Scott. And they throw a pass away. Here comes Baden Forp. He's going to try to take it coast to coast. Around the back. Loses the ball. And he's fighting for it on the floor. And it's going to be a jump ball. Actually, they get a timeout. So it'll be Minutemen basketball. Full timeout. 4.19 to go. Minutemen down 15. That was a brutal minute and a half, two-minute stretch there. Ugh. I mean, can we all agree Worcester is just the worst? I can agree with that, yeah. The only <laughs> team in the entire state. They're ranked sixth in Division Two, and they're scared of Lexington to the point where they have to <laughs> run around and play keep away in the fourth quarter with a 15-point lead. I mean, hey, more power to them. I mean, they got to get a win. They're one in six for crying out loud, but this is not basketball. And for those of you at home that don't want the shot clock to be installed, Ooh. this is the, this game right I, here is the case to make if you want the shot clock to yeah. be installed in yeah. Ohio. I, I could argue a 35-second shot clock would be a good thing. I absolutely think it yeah. would because it would, it would create so much more excitement because yeah. they've already put in a run rule right. where you can't – I mean, once you get up by 35 against a team – I think the pace of the game would just be so much more fluid. It, oh, absolutely. It would just be better. <laughs> I personally think it would be. Minutemen will inbound here out of the timeout. They get it to Hudson Moore into the lane. He's going to pull up eight feet, rattles in and out, and comes out. And that's just how you know it's not our night. Dossie has it, gets it to McKee. And he throws away a pass here on the near sideline. It'll go back to Lex, but... The Minutemen just, I mean, you can't say the effort's not there tonight, but, yeah. man, they cannot buy a bucket. This has just been, if I'm being honest, this has been brutal. Feel sorry for him. Ball goes into Hudson Moore, kicks out, far corner. Jack Depperschmidt for three, in and out. Rebound Baden Forup. He's going to go back up, and he's going to miss it, and he's fouled. And the Minutemen just cannot get an and one opportunity to go down. My goodness. 3.53 to go, fourth quarter. Minutemen down 15, Baden Forp to the line. He's got 12 points. And Baden misses it in and out. Along with his 12 points, he's probably got about 15, 16 rebounds too. He had 11 at half. Second one for Baden is good. Caden Eichler comes in for A.J. Young. Defensive purposes here. Men and men going to put on a little bit of a press here. They're down 14. They got to get a couple of steals and some scores. The scores are the big thing. We got a foul on Tyler Jackson before the ball's even inbounded. So one more, and the Minutemen are at the, or excuse me, one more foul, and the Worcester Generals are at the line.
Micah McKee gets it into Drew Dossie. Back to McKee. To Harpster at midcourt. To Dossie. To Bowen down the far sideline. Bowen picked up his dribble. He's trapped. Gets it to Dossie. Back into the corner to Harpster now. Back to Dossie. 3.30 to go. Minutemen down 14. Harpster almost lost the ball there. Out to Bowen. Back to Dossie. To Bowen. To Dossie. To Bowen. To Dossie. To Bowen. Now Bowen dribbling far sideline. Back to Dossie. Back to Bowen. Minutemen just... I mean, really, at this point, you might as well just start fouling. Don't let them play this game. Send send Bowen to the line and live with it at this point. I mean, now it's down to 3:05 to go. Worcester's easily wasted two and a half minutes in this corner or in this quarter just holding the ball. As the Minutemen almost get a turnover there, but it's out of bounds off of Micah McKee. I mean, honestly, Nick, I would foul Bowen and live with it, or Harpster. Even. Yeah, Harpster. Yeah. Shot a three a little bit ago, and I, I'm not sure there's anybody on the floor that wants to shoot less, and instead the Minutemen are going to foul Micah McKee, who has missed one free throw tonight. I think he's <laughs> seven for eight from the line. Man, this is frustrating. This is a frustrating night. Like you said, it's just one of those nights tonight. Well, but it's just a shame it's got to be that way against Worcester and not Clear Fork, a team that, you know, you're going to walk into the gym and beat Clear Fork by 30 on Saturday, no matter how good or bad you play. Micah McKee hits both free throws, and now Worcester just adds some insult to injury, takes a timeout (laughs) with under three minutes to go and 16-point lead, and they're going to hold the ball every time they get it. So That's what they do. Come on. Well, Nick, looks like we're still not going to get to see a victory over Worcester. I can't believe it's been three years in basketball or football. Is that is that home and away as well, or is that just on the road? That's everywhere. Oh, my goodness. They went to overtime with Worcester on uh, Caden Berry's senior year. Yeah, I remember and, that. But they did end up losing by three. And then when they came here that year, they lost by almost 30. Inbound comes into Tyler Jackson. Here come the Minutemen. Into the far corner to Eichler, out to Tyler Jackson. Jackson up top, drives into the lane, kicks. Caden Eichler, three on the far wing. That one's short, no good. Rebound. And there's a tie up underneath. And Micah McKee. Getting a little physical here, and I'm not sure how the referees aren't doing anything about it. I mean, you could almost argue Micah McKee just elbowed Tyler Jackson in the face after the play. Men and men will keep it on the jump ball. Ball comes into Hudson Moore, kicks it out. Eichler into the corner. Jackson for three. He missed it around and out. Rebound Caden Eichler, and the ball goes out of bounds off of Caden's foot. And out of bounds. 2.35 to go. I wouldn't be surprised if Worcester here just holds the ball. On at this point. They've wasted two and a half minutes this quarter already. I would have fouled with about five minutes to go, as crazy as that sounds. But at this point, I mean, you're really – Lexington is uh, 
an uphill battle would, would be putting it very mildly. As Worcester still playing keep away here. Micah McKee with the ball on the far wing. He has it tipped away, gets it back, dribbles out, gets it to Bowen. To Dossie. Ball stolen away by Tyler Jackson, and the Minutemen can't grab it. Roscoe is there. Caden Roscoe gets it right back. And now with two minutes to go, Worcester's going to kill some more time. McKee dribbles it off his own knee, but gets it back. Now throws a pass away. Here come the Minutemen. Trailing by 16. Hudson Moore into the lane. He goes up. He's blocked by Drew Dossie. And now on the other end, McKee is going to go up and slam it home with two hands. And Micah McKee is going to get a technical foul, which is going to be his fourth foul of the night, and the Minutemen will shoot free throws. Well, it's not like he cares anyway. Well, I mean, it's just <laughs> – it is sad when you come to Worcester, they run the score up and then hold the ball for five minutes in the fourth quarter, and then the one time they shoot in the entire fourth quarter, Micah McKee has to go and do something like that. I mean, Coach Snowbarger is – beside himself over on the sideline. But like you said, Nick, there's never going to be. Well, I, I think mean, the referees explained to Mike and McKee, like, dude, you're up 20 points. You don't need to go acting well, like you I just mean, won the Super Bowl. There's a minute 34 <laughs> to go. It's just not necessary. Yeah. I, you know. Hudson Moore misses the technical free throw short. But either way, it just wasn't Lexington's night. I no. mean, this is just not a good night for the Minutemen. And they're really their first, first bad one of the year. And uh, Hudson Moore misses the second free throw. I will say, though, this sets up to be a sweet revenge game at home because the Minutemen will be prepared for Worcester to just pack it into the paint and then hold the ball for 12 minutes. So, really, if you get the lead, I if I were Hammy, I'd go up 2-0 to zero at home and just hold the ball for four quarters. That would be hilarious. <laughs> Tyler Jackson with the basketball. Gets it to Hudson Moore into the lane. He kicks it out. A.J. Young wide open for three. That's no good. And they're going to call a foul on Lexington on the rebound. And now Micah McKee will head to the line. McKee with 26 points. They'll try to make it 28. The good news is, though, if you dislike Worcester as much as I think we do, they have no chance of winning the OCC this year already. They're 0-4 in the conference. Micah McKee misses a free throw. And here come the Minutemen. Hudson Moore with the basketball, drives baseline, and he is going to be bumped. And Hudson Moore will go back to the line. Minutemen in the double bonus now, so Hudson will get two shots. First free throw, no good. Missed it short. I'm not sure. We'll have to check the scorebook, Nick. I'm not sure Hudson's missed this many free throws all year. He's been really good from the line this year, but just... Can't buy one tonight, and he's not the only one. The Minutemen have scored 14 points in the second half, and Hudson misses another one. 
Rebound. Bowen. 105 to go. Bowen at midcourt. Stolen. A.J. Young gets it. Gets it to Jack Depperschmidt down the lane. He's going to lay it up, and he missed a layup. I mean, this is unbelievable. There has got to be a lid on the rim. As Snowbarger coming the other way, missed a layup, but Bowen lays it in on the follow. Minutemen down 20. A.J. Young up top. Elijah Hudson for three. That one is short, no good. Rebound Alex Depperschmidt back to Elijah Hudson for three. That one is short, no good. Rebound. Off of Micah McKee. It'll stay with Lex underneath. Now, this 20-point lead is safe enough to sit Micah McKee down with 30 seconds left. I will say, Nick, I've never looked forward to a rematch more than I do this upcoming Worcester game. When the Minutemen get them at home. I hope it's on a Tuesday night when it's 10 degrees and Worcester can't make a shot. That would be phenomenal to watch. A.J. Young off the inbound, takes a jumper, and hits blocked out of bounds. And just everything about this whole day. I mean, both the freshman and JV game get canceled. We'll postpone whatever. Like you said, it's a Tuesday. It's freezing. It's just awful conditions overall. <laughs> Inbound kicked by Bowen. I mean, I also understand you play to the final whistle, but if you're Worcester, just let Lexington inbound the ball and let's get out of here at this point. Why are you <laughs> kicking inbounds passes? As Worcester with 27 seconds left finally clears the bench. Ball comes into Alex Depperschmidt. He's going to drive baseline. He's going to dribble back out now. Little Depp into the lane. He's going to skip it out. Hudson Moore for three on the far wing. That one's good for Hudson. He now has eight points. Minute men trying to get a turnover here, and they do. A.J. Young steals it on the full court press, lays it up no good. Ball falls to Hudson Moore. Hudson's going to lay it up, and he missed it, and he was fouled with 1.6 seconds to go. And again, if you're Worcester, (laughs) why are you playing defense with one second left? We want to go home. I'm not going to lie. If I've ever wanted to go home worse than tonight, I don't remember a feeling like this ever. First free throw for Hudson, good. He now has nine points. So Hudson here with a free throw could still make uh, make it into double figures. And he missed it. And a rebound. And finally, Worcester will hold the ball and run the clock out. It's like they held it the whole quarter till the end, and then they started throwing it away and fouling. 49-33. Minutemen lose this one by 16. Their first loss in the OCC. They fall to 4-1 in the conference. Worcester now 1-4 in the conference. And... Here in just about two minutes, we'll check in on some finals from around the OCC and see if Mansfield Sr. beat Ashland tonight, which would still help Lexington stay in first place in the conference. So still no fear. Lexington had a bad one tonight, but uh, this will not become the norm. I can almost guarantee you that. And uh, we'll check and see... uh, what the scores are from around the OCC here in just a minute when we come back. Once again, final score tonight, Worcester 49, Lexington 33 on fearthevillage.com. 
Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor of Lexington Basketball on VSBN Radio. Hear every play. He's to the 30, through a hole, 25, 20, 15, he's gone, 10, 5, touchdown, Minutemen! Catch every highlight. A.J. Young gets it across midcourt, dumps it off, Baden Forum goes up and jams it home with two hands! View exciting photos. Kate Neichler goes up and picks it off! Everything you need to stay up to date on the Lexington Minutemen, visit fearthevillage.com. A proud member of the Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network. RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872. And as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. Complete Access has been a market leader for over 20 years when it comes to aluminum stairs and ramps. Building high-quality manufacturing with innovative design, Complete Access has created a suite of plug-and-play access solutions perfect for any job. All of their products are hand-built right here in America with American-made materials. Based in Seattle, Washington with a location right here in Lexington, Complete Access can meet your needs quickly with the reputation of a nationwide company. Check them out online at completeaccess.co. Complete Access, a proud supporter of Lexington Minutemen Basketball on fearthevillage.com. This is Lexington basketball coach Scott Hamilton, and you're listening to the Minutemen on vsbnradio.com. Back here at Worcester High School, where the Generals a winner tonight, 49-33. to Worcester improves to 2-6 and six overall, 1-4 and four in the OCC. Lexington falls to 8-2 and two overall, 4-1 and one in the OCC. And, boy, do we have some scores from around the area for you. But first, Nick will get you stats from tonight's ballgame. Nick? Yeah, just a quick uh, rundown here of the stats. Uh, just neither team really shot the ball particularly well. Uh, Worcester 17 of 45 from the field, but they were 13 of 18 from the free throw line. Uh, but the Lexington Minutemen 9 of 52 from the field, 3 of 14 from 3, and 12 of 24 from the free throw line. So, I mean, all facets of the game, shooting the ball tonight. Lex just could not seem to get the ball in the rim. Uh, uh, everything about the game tonight was just kind of off. Uh, Lex, 13 turnovers. They forced uh, 13 from Worcester. Uh, let's see here. Leading score for the Minutemen, uh, Baden Forpe had 13 points, 17 rebounds tonight. Uh, so, I mean, cleaned up the boards. He was 7-9 from the free throw line. Uh, Hudson Moore, 2-7. of seven. 
uh, from the field, but he was 4 of 10 from the free throw line. Uncharacteristic from Hudson. Had 9.7 rebounds. Tyler Jackson, I thought Tyler played a great game. Only had two turnovers. He had six points, hit a couple threes uh, in the second half, but I, I thought he played great defensively. He was really getting after it. Uh, let's see here. Other scores, A.J. Young, two points, and Caden Eichler, three points. So, And, and only four rebounds from Caden. So, so another Caden just couldn't seem to get the ball in. I mean, there were so many shots that just rolled around every part of the rim and just fell out for the Minutemen. For Worcester, uh, Micah McKee, he led all scores, had 26 points, 7 of 10 from the free throw line. He also had 12 rebounds. Uh, Blake Bowen had 5. Drew Dossey with 12. Zach Harpster with 2. And Caleb Scott with 2. Uh, something else here. Second chance points. Worcester won that battle 12 to 8. Uh, but overall, just a tough game offensively from Lex. Worcester's pressure. Uh, I mean, I thought Lex overall handled the pressure well. They just couldn't make any uh, could couldn't make any shots, and that's what it comes down to tonight. And Lex goes home with a lot of revenge on the line next time Worcester comes to town. Well, the good news for Lex fans is we are still in first place in the OCC because Mansfield senior beat Ashland tonight, 78 to 51. Yeah, senior high beat Ashland by 27 over at Pete Henry Gymnasium. Uh, and and uh, Mount Vernon did not play tonight. So Lex still in first place in the conference. Willard and Sandusky are in the first overtime, tied at 48. South Central 47, Winford 36. That's in the fourth quarter. At halftime, Mansfield Christian 41, Bucyrus 16. A final from Northmore. The Golden Knights beat Cardington Lincoln 62-46. It was Pleasant 73, Mount Gilead 48. And Centerburg came back to beat East Knox 47-35. Once again, here it was Worcester 49, Lex 33. We're back in action again on Friday night when the uh, Lexington Minutemen will take on West Holmes at home. And that'll be a big one to try to rebound from this loss for the Minutemen. Tune in to that one on Friday night as the tip-off will be around 7.30. Pre-game coverage right around 7.10, 7.15, depending on the end of the JV, uh, JV game that night. Um, big thank you to Kayla Durbin, as always. Great job down on the sidelines bringing you some uh, exclusive content for social media, VSBN Radio, anywhere you uh, can follow us on social media. Also, Rachel Durbin will be back on Friday and Saturday to get you some great snapshots from both of those games, and uh, we look forward to having her back. Uh, thank you to my broadcast partner and statistician, Nick Lazier, even though the stats has always come from Bob Jarvis, and we appreciate him. I'm Corey Durbin saying one final time, Minutemen fall tonight to 8-2. and two. They are 4-1 and one in the OCC, their first conference loss. They fall to Worcester, who is now 2-6 overall, 1-4 in the OCC. Final score tonight, Worcester 49, Lexington 33. Again, we are back in action Friday night at home. Lexington will host West Holmes. We'll talk to you then. Have a good rest of your week, everybody.